It's Football Friday. Your chance to put the press on Presson. Double E Football Team President and CEO Chris Presson joins Chelsea and Shea for your questions. Brought to you by Touchback Safety. First in industry, first in class. It is Football Fridays, which means uh, it's time for us to have our weekly chat with Chris Presson, the president and CEO of the EE Football Team. Always look forward to this. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us again this week. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. This your first Christmas up here, or were you here last year? Uh, you know, it's my, <clears throat> my, I guess you could say it's my first Christmas. I was on the job, <clears throat> excuse me, at this point last year, but I was uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, recruiting uh, our new head coach. So uh, while I was here, uh-huh. uh, I wasn't physically here for Christmas. Well, we're glad to have you this year, Chris. Um, before we get into asking you questions, important questions about football and the CFL and the EE football team and where things stand right now, um, we've been having a, a debate raging on uh, on our text line this morning about hungry man dinners <laughs> of all things this morning. I love the Salisbury steak. There you oh, go. See, no. I knew you'd be in my love camp. love the Salisbury steak. I mean, it would be my number one go-to. Oh, Chris, See? Come on, man. See? Really? All right. Love fine. it. I mean, yeah, you throw a little brownie in there and some corn and you're you're good to go. Yeah, I see. I mean, <laughs> it, it's I'm with you 110%. A lot of people are on the text line, but a lot of people think we're completely out of our minds. And they're bringing up nutritional value. We're not going to a Hungry Man dinner for nutritional value. I don't think anyone's looking at the fat. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. It's like people go to McDonald's for a salad. Uh, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> calories. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, Chris. Well, we appreciate you settling that. Uh, whatever Christmas is going to look like this year with your family. Some people saying, hey, that's what they're going to opt for. So, you know, it's always on the table. A hungry man dinner, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I could take that option. No problem. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, let's get down to some of the football issues and some of the questions from our listeners. And this, well, let's just get it out of the way because each and every week it's the one we get most often. It's from Leanne. When do you expect to announce the new team name? Yeah, around April 1st, give or take a week. I mean, that's our target date and certainly it's fluid, but that's when we plan to uh, announce it. Everything has to come together, but I'm confident it will. I like where we are within the process now, so I see no problems with uh, with an April 1 launch, again, give or take a week. We're seeing some of the names that you guys have had suggested to you starting to surface in the media here and there. Any that stand out to you, either good or bad? You know I can't go there because whatever <laughs> I say, people will lock on to. So I, I like all the submissions. I will tell you that some uh, are extremely creative and we wouldn't be able to use, but others are uh, very useful. And you know, it really comes back to what can we build a story around? What can we uh, move our brand forward with? How can we meld the new brand together with the double E? And uh, away we go. So those are all questions that we we ask. And again, the biggest thing is what story can we tell behind it and how does it align with all of our convictions and strategy going forward? So it's not necessarily, oh, we got an overwhelming amount of suggestions for this team name. It's more this one's going to work. And so that's what we're going to go with. 100%. You know, when you... Uh, when you again look at the Seattle crack and the newest NHL team and what they did, the name they chose was one of the least popular by the fans, but it was the one that was the most useful once you put it in a team name concept and the story they could tell around it. And that's why they chose that. So no, the submissions weren't about a popularity contest at all. It was about us gaining feedback from the community to get their perspective on what they think we should use. 
Uh, Chris, this is from Sean, and it's a really interesting question. What steps are being taken to ensure the mental health of players are being addressed during these COVID times? We know it's it's tough times for CFL players, and, and you know, you think about star athletes being multimillionaires and stuff like that. That's not often the case when we're talking no, about CFL not. players. So what what is that situation for them like right now? Well, and I mean, I think the other part of it is the majority of our players are American, and clearly the COVID cases there are are vast as well just because of the population base and you know the the league works directly with the players association and i think they've done a real good job of communicating with their players the players really lean on the players association for information and and mental well-being and they have a a couple of components on their website regarding managing emotional and well-being and then they also talk about and have a caveat on their website about how to talk to your children about COVID-19 as well. So I think all in all, everyone's doing all they can to do it. We want to make sure that our players are safe and mentally healthy. We also want to make sure that those of us that work in the building every day here in town are healthy as well. And there are a lot of mechanisms through our insurance as well that are available for both our players and our staff to uh, go to if they need more information because they're struggling. Some great resources. Um, Chris, a question from Jamie, um, and you really got to look ahead for this one. It says, what is the 10-year <laughs> plan for the team and fans? COVID is front Man, of Jamie. Jamie sounds like my bosses. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know the same thing. But in all seriousness, uh, in a, in a high-level answer, it's to make the experience better to the fan. Uh, we want to make sure that we – formulate a foundation that's super sustainable so that if something like this happens again, we're not in a situation where we're scrambling and and worried about the future. We want to look at some capital projects that would also benefit the fan. And then we want to keep a a keen eye on betting. Uh, When you look at another revenue stream, certainly that's a big one. We want to create more social areas for families and, and, and kids and the younger generation. And we also want to have more in, in-game entertainment options for the younger kids so that possibly as a, as a mom or a dad, if you bring your children to the game, you might be able to, to drop them off in and around the stadium for some activities that are trusted. And so those are all things we're considering uh, within the next 365 days and the next 10 years. Interesting. Um- of course, we know that uh, gameplay has been suspended with the pandemic and all the rest, but the CFL and the Eskimos still have things going on. So let's talk about a couple of things that are underway right now. This new one kicking off the uh, Helmets Off contest. It's kind of like what we're doing with you. Ask Chris Preston anything. This is a chance to ask a CFL player anything. Tell us more about it. That's right. I think it's a really cool idea as we continue to try and connect people. This is an area I think the league has done a fantastic job in. Um, and it's just a, a chance to enter to hang out with a CFL player on a video call win a $500 team merch pack as well, and get to know someone that you may admire from afar. And it could be someone from our team. It could be someone from another team if you're so fortunate to win. But what a great way to connect. And I think that's the advantage we have across the board in the CFL is our players are accessible. People can uh, can greatly connect to them, and they feel like they genuinely know them. And that's why they come to games. And it's already up and running. You can already enter to be uh, the winner of a Helmets Off contest, right? You sure can. Just go to cfl.ca, and uh, you'll be able to enter the contest. It it started November 9th, and it expires December 21st. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And, Chris, some people wondering about the 50-50 for amateur uh, football. How's that going? 
We're excited about it. It starts tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. So it starts at 10 a.m. It ends at 8 p.m. We hope to draw a winner around 8.30. Uh, and it's to support the Wildcats, the Huskies, and the U of A who really have been decimated in lots of ways because of the lack of our season. You know, those are organizations that run our 50-50 on game day, and they're rewarded for doing so as, as the recipient on the beneficiary side. And clearly without a season this year, we've been able to give them no money. So that's presented some challenges for all three of those groups. And we're hoping again that all Albertans will rally behind this cause to put money in the pockets of those that really need it to continue to work on the well-being mentally and physically for young athletes. And based on what we saw with the the auction for the Joey Moss Foundation, you gotta got to assume this one's going to be another huge hit. People seem to love the 50-50s. They do, and I, I certainly hope it's a, a home run. I've gotten a number of emails from many people involved with both the Wildcats and Huskies and the U of A just thanking us for putting this on and providing an opportunity for them to generate some funds. And it's not about us. It's it's truly about them and their need in this community right now. We have a lot of needy organizations and, and needy people in general, and we want to contribute to all we can to, to help people and help groups like this. And this is just one way that, that we can help facilitate some funds. Excellent. Awesome. Um, Chris, really quickly, before we let you go, a question on the text line here um, from Frank. He's showing us a picture of an old Eskimo <laughs> ice fishing tent. It's got the, uh, the old Eskimo logo on it. And he says, well, I'm wondering with the team name change, what happens to merch like like this? Well, it's a good question. I mean, certainly we'll have uh, merchandise that will have our new logo on it, but we will never go away from the double E as well. So if you have double E merchandise, that's going to still remain in play because we'll continue to sell that. And then it's an opportunity for you to buy something new and add to your collection. If you've been a fan of our team for quite some time, I'm sure you have a number of items in your closet that could be replaced that may have been there many years. And, and a new logo provides an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Plus, it just, you know, it, it's more of a collector's item at that yeah, point, exactly. I would guess, Hang right? Yeah. All right, Chris. Well, thanks so much for making the time. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.